Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome to this video. I'm Abiola, founder of womanifesting.com, the Spiritpreneur Guru Academy, and the Goddess of Paris International Retreat. Goddess of Paris, definitely you want to join us. The introductory rates are on. Head over to goddessofparis.com, goddessofparis.com. So in this video today, I'm going to be sharing with you how to deal with anxiety if you are a spiritpreneur or creative guru. Now, this video, this specific topic was requested by one of the most talented women I know who is also a member of the Spiritpreneur Guru Academy. She's an incredibly talented artist. And she was like, can you please make something specifically about dealing with anxiety when it comes to putting yourself out there? Hello, Goddess Grace. Hello, Tune Fit. Hello, Books by Amber. Hello, Goddess Alana. How are you? Yes, she is tagging people in. Very smart. Yes, tag people in because we're going to be talking about how to deal with anxiety when it comes to putting yourself out there as a creative or entrepreneur. So. If you, you know, anxiety, which I've dealt with different forms of anxiety all my life, anxiety is no fun no matter what is going on in your life. But it is tripled when you are somebody who is, you know, a creative person or a business owner, a coach, a healer. If there are instances in your life that are uncertain all the time, which if you're an entrepreneur, everything is uncertain. Hello, Goddess Aurora, everything. Because at least if you work for somebody else, you know, okay, I'm going to show up this amount of hours, do this amount of work, or don't do this amount of work, and get a check at the end of the day, and that part of your life is certain. Whereas if you are an entrepreneur, or if you are, if you are a creative person, if you're a freelancer, that you have uncertainty that you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis in terms of you know the marketplace in terms of your clients in terms of you know um, your programs your products your services and so where that could be really really exciting if you're somebody who likes things to be new and you're an adrenaline junkie and all of that kind of stuff but also just the uncertainty of it when other parts of your life may be uncertain, your um, your relationships or your family stuff or your body stuff or, you know, it could be anything. And so having, you know, a business by itself will bring up all of your stuff, all of your issues. And so to the goddess who suggested this, Goddess K, who requested this topic, um, I salute you. I honor you. Thank you so much. I think that we definitely need to talk about having anxiety and dealing with it when you're putting yourself out there, you know, because if you're going to be putting yourself on a stage in one way or another, you can't hide, right? And when you can't hide, then what do you do? You probably create ways to, uh, to sabotage yourself. So let's talk about what anxiety might look like in terms of your business. Yes, hello, Goddess Shanna. Um, what might it look like in terms of you, you know, being out in the world? Because you may be feeling anxiety and don't even know how to identify it. So it may look like sabotage, straight up, you know, self-sabotage, straight up not um, making yourself available for opportunities. Hello, Coach Roz. It may look like, you know, 
for a lot of people who, for example, in the Spiritpreneur Guru Academy, I say all the time, you know, that say that this amount of people sign up and purchase the course, right? Then this amount of people even open the course, open the course, like this amount of people purchase and then this amount of people even open it. And then this amount of people join the Facebook group and then this amount of people are active in the Facebook group. So at all of those um, levels along the way, you are counting yourself out. You're counting yourself out. And then if you open it and then don't watch the lessons, which also is a large part of the group as well, I left that part out, you know, then you're counting yourself out. It may look like, you know, you just not, showing up to do the things that you said that you're going to do. So number one, step number one, if you are feeling anxious and you're putting yourself out there, take a deep breath and know that that's normal. It makes sense that you would feel anxious when you are living on the edge, which is what it is. You know, remember that the number two fear that most people have is public speaking. That's the number two fear that most people in the world have. And you, my goddess, with all of your incredible, you know, magic and talent and mojo and all of that have dared to say, oh my goodness, I feel a calling to share something out, share something in the world and put yourself out there. And then you're feeling nervous or feeling, you know, scared or feeling shy or feeling anxious. That is normal. You are absolutely normal. There is nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. All right? So let's just take a breath at that. Let's just take a breath with that. Yes, over on Instagram, we have somebody named All the Raven Paris. She is here. Hello, All the Raven Paris. You need to come hang out with us at the Goddess of Paris Retreat. The Goddess of Paris Retreat in July. Go to goddessofparis.com. Goddessofparis.com. I want to see All the Rave in Paris there. Yes. So let's talk about it. So number one, identify what you're feeling. Is it anxiety? Are you maybe, do you have ADHD? Do you, maybe are you a little bit depressed? You have to know where you are and what it is that you're feeling so that you can address it. Are you dealing with grief in your life? Have you recently suffered a loss? Loss of a loved one, loss of a job, loss of a relationship? Loss of possibilities that you are expecting for where you thought you would be at this point. Again, you got to get clear because if we don't know where we are, we can't know clearly where we're going. Are you dealing with overwhelm and stress? Yes, take a breath. I felt that reverberate. Overwhelm and stress is a very, very real thing. These are real, tangible issues. So is that what you're dealing with? Number one, get very clear about what is happening in your mental life, your emotional life, your spiritual life. You know, what is going on with you? All right. Number two, stop comparing yourself to others. That is the number one thing that will get you stuck, that will keep you overwhelmed, that will keep you feeling like something is wrong with you, that will keep you feeling like, why am I not there yet? Everybody has to run their own race. And we have seen it time and time again that we do not know what is going on behind closed doors. So you cannot compare yourself at all to anyone else. We have no idea what they're going through. We have no idea, you know, if something looks glossy on the outside, what is going on on the inside, or what they have to do to get there, or whatever it is. That's not your fight. 
Keep your eyes on your own prize, all right? Yes, God is, God is grace on a journey. Keep your eyes on your own prize. Stop comparing yourself. And you may need to go in and recalibrate your goals, right? So maybe what you're looking at, like, okay, here's what I want to do this month. Maybe that's really a three-month plan. Give yourself permission to put a little bit of air and a little bit of space in the things that you're doing. You know, give yourself permission to keep at it, to stay in the game until you get it, not to try it. And then if it doesn't work, rather than trying it again and giving yourself a chance to really make it because now you know what didn't work and you can fix that, you're on to the next shiny thing. No. No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Think about it. If you're learning how to play chess or checkers or any other game or anything like that, if as soon as you, you know, make a mistake or you put yourself out there and you try it and it doesn't work, you stop and you go on to the next thing, you're not going to improve. You're not going to improve. So if you put a course out there or you put an offering out there or you launched a whatever it is, right, and you put this class out there and people didn't buy this kind of people weren't interested, but this kind were. Or these people weren't interacting with you, but these people were. Or you see if they weren't interested in this part of it, they were interested in that part of it. Then hone in on that. Hone in on that and use that to make it better. Yes, hello, Sister Shakti. Use it to make it better, to really step into it. Now you can come from a more powerful place. Coach Raz says, woo! That is a big one for me. I used to compare myself, finally realize that I'm on my own journey and I'm right where I need to be. Absolutely, absolutely. You are exactly where you need to be. Exactly where you need to be. And just, you know, come from that energy, all right? So then number two, stop comparing yourself. Number three, focus. 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 <laughs> focus needs Follow one course until success. Follow one course until success. We all have tons of things that we want to do. All of us. Like we are all multi-passionate goddesses. We are also multi-talented. But trying to do everything at the same time is a recipe for failure, for overwhelm, for anxiety, for stress, for depression, for a whole lot of conditions. You cannot, you cannot at the same time, as magical and mystical and as incredible as I'm looking at you and you are, at the same time, you cannot launch your course, launch a retreat, launch your deck of cards, launch a meditation album, launch a live you know, speaking tour, um, redo your house, <laughs> you know, have, have your man or woman bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan, never let them forget their man. That's too much, y'all. That is way, way, way too much. Do it in bites. Do it in bites. And again, don't get distracted from your own magic. Shiny new thing syndrome. Like, oh, look at that over there. Oh, look at that over there. Oh, look at that over there. Instead, how can you change up what it is that you're doing already to maybe make it bring you closer to the finish line rather than introducing all of these other elements find the common ground in what you're doing and you know link it all together make it the next logical procession um, rather than trying to do it all at the same time okay that is a big one focus 
<laughs> yes, Sister Shakti, focus. All right. Then number four, I left this out the other day when I was talking about raising your vibration, but it's really important. How can you connect with nature? And it sounds so basic, but it's so powerful. There is a process called earthing or grounding. We're just walking on. If you can get barefoot out in nature and walk on, you know, the ground, the earth, because we so rarely do that. It energizes your body. It energizes your body. So how can you get into nature where nature is not sitting in judgment of you? Nature is not photos on, you know, Instagram or Facebook saying, well, look at such and such and their happy family and their great round the world trip or whatever it is. Nature is just sitting there being majestic and magical and reflecting your own greatness back to you. So if you can, and we all can somehow, wherever you are, there's a park, there's something, get out in nature, get out in nature. If you can, you know, patch out a little patch of earth and take off your shoes and sit there and there is nothing weird or strange about that. Nothing weird or strange. Like how crazy is that, that we have developed the mindset that something is wrong with you for connecting with this incredible earth that we've been gifted. So connect with nature. Go out and look at, oh my goodness, that glorious moon that we have right now. Go out and look at that moon. Look at the moon and just feel the wonder and the magnificence of that and the wonder and magnificence of you by proxy. It's really, really powerful because when we're dealing with anxiety, we're worried, we're worried, we're worried, and we're, you know, out of our bodies. Being in nature can help us to come back into our bodies, right? Which brings me to number five, working out, moving your body. All kinds of self-care, really. If you can, you know, if you can't, you know, if you're in a cold climate like I am and you can't go out and connect with water on the beach or you don't have a pool, Get in the bathtub, connect with water somehow, connect with the earth somehow. Thank you for the hearts. Yes, 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 yes. And then move, move, move your body. Tears and movement and voice is how we get stuff out. And we have so much like trapped emotions in our bodies. So many trapped emotions. I was speaking to the healer who is going to be on the Goddess of Paris retreat. And she's going to be doing aura readings and hypnotherapy and sound healing. All of these beautiful practices that can heal and help us to move stuff through our bodies. Don't just sit there with all of that tension and anxiety and stuff in your body that, you know, is left over from fifth grade or left over from your last relationship when you're trying to enter this relationship. Yes, Coach Raj, she says, hug a tree. Yes, hug a tree. Absolutely. Tree hugger all day and night, all day and all night. And so if you can, you know, you want to do things like go on the Goddess of Paris retreat. But if you can't, think about like how you can incorporate these little things into your life, into your everyday. So, you know, she is going to be doing the, the healer. Um, Lightworker Doris is going to be doing uh, sound healing with us. How can you, you know, do sound healing in your living room, in your life? Google sound healing on, on YouTube and watch something and and really start to take in you know that energy 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 yes sister shakti said tree huggers unite yes number 6 
box breaths. Now, box breaths, and I've been saying it all the time, science is catching up with spirituality. Box breathing is what the Naval sea, Navy SEALs do to calm themselves down. Now, who's going to know how to calm themselves down more than a Navy SEAL? You know, because we all have some stressful stuff going on, but not to compare suffering, but I am sure that, you know, whatever they're dealing with is stressful <laughs> and possibly anxiety inducing. And so box breathing, which has a number of different um, names, is a form of yogic breath where you inhale, you inhale for four breaths, you hold it, and you exhale for four breaths. Inhale for four breaths, breaths, hold it, and exhale for four breaths. Let's do it now. I'm, gonna, I'm heading to yoga, so I have on my gym stuff, but we'll do it now. It's just, in, it's really easy. Inhale, you're, we're gonna, it's hard to talk through while you're doing it, but you inhale, you hold, you inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four. That's why it's called a box breath, right? So I'll, I'll do this and try to talk through <laughs> while I'm doing it. Thank you for the hearts, Instagram. All right, so inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, 